Hey everyone, welcome back to the podcast. I'm Aaron King with Coach Bob King. We are King Sports and we are going to be talking today about speed training if you have if you have no resources. And this is something that, you know, we try to provide as much value as we can on on social media and at kingsportstraining.com. And, you know, one thing that we like to explain is like even though we use a lot of gear, like we use mini hurdles, agility ladders, medicine balls, all that stuff in the speed programs, not to mention a whole weight room for the weight side, you can do a lot of this, if not majority of the speed stuff, without any gear. And I even did in the uh, the 40 yard dash challenge video on my YouTube channel at Deep Snap, I did that all that I, I didn't I don't think I used an agility ladder or anything with, with that equipment. I, I, I drew out mark markers on a track and uh, I did have an agility letter actually now I think about it there's days I didn't I didn't have any cones I used trash you know to mark out drills and so I just wanted to go through today with coach king and talk about what someone can do to get the best return from you know an equipmentless training program and so BK if I'm if I'm starting out and I have nothing, and I go to the the track, or shoot, I don't even have access to a track. I'm in a field, or a street, or an alley. What are what's the first thing you start thinking about uh, when it comes to developing a speed speed training for an athlete? <laughs> oh, I have. I'm sorry, I I couldn't hold the laughter back because you're talking about guys in my generation and all we started with. And that's, you know, I mean, we started with nothing. The gear wasn't even existent yet. The ladder and hurdles didn't exist. And nowadays, even today, uh, I will tell people anything that marks a distance is a cone. So if I'm working out and I've got cones, but if I don't have it right there with me, I'll set my clipboard down. I go to the athlete, I go run to the cone. They look, "What, what cone? I go, the clipboard. Anything that marks the distance is a cone. You got a Coke bottle, a Gatorade bottle, your clipboard, you have a cone. So that if I have to do a change of direction like the 5105 shuttle, you got cones. You're you're set. Um, some of the pick up, pick up cone drills you can't do, but that's all you need. Anything that marks a distance is a cone. Uh, previously, we talked about uh, uh, if you do have cones and a paint stick, you can build hurdles. If you have paint sticks you, or anything that's straight and out of the way, and not bent in, in in the space, you can use those as ladder markers. So, sidewalk chalk for that's ladder. that's all you need. Um, any type of incline is always wonderful. So, um, you know, if you have a, uh, I was at a facility, and we didn't, we I, I gradually added stuff, and we had a uh, facility where the uh, major. Um, uh, building the locker room and so were up and it went downhill on steps and we had huge steps and all of a sudden cleared people out said here we come because we just run up these pedestrian steps that's what they were for uh, and then out on the street we had the beautiful incline is about a I marked off a 150 yard uphill incline on the street I'm saying this because here's the deal when you run up hill on a on a concrete street, it you know it doesn't sound like a good knee ankle safe thing to do for shins on concrete. But let me just tell you what happens when you run uphill. It's almost as if the ground is coming to meet you. I I really am hesitant to getting on a flat parking lot and running flat on concrete because that's a, a bigger impact. I'm just going to be very careful with that because if that's all you got, that's all you got. But just look around first. Now, you mentioned a field. 
if you've got a field, here's what you have to do. If you're starting a program or you say, hey, look, let's go out and run in this field, walk it. You know, find your, your you get your cone, whatever it is, and mark your, your straightaway or whatever you're running and either jog it or walk it so you can look for uneven ground. You don't want ankles and things to be um, shot out on an uh, uneven field. Now, we're telling you all these precautions not because anything is dangerous, but just a simple check will prevent a simple mistake from ruining an athlete's off-season. So, uneven ground, you want to look for that. Otherwise, you start, coaches are, are resourceful. And so anything that you can come up with will be useful. So if you have, uh, if you're training athletes and you don't have any gear, a couple of things you can do. We're, we are, we as me, we are big on resistance training. I like the uh, resistance type of running. We, if you don't have a medicine ball to provide the resistance that we talk about, Anything to take the hands out of the equation would be good. A volleyball, a basketball, even a football long ways. Something that will take your hands and arms out of your assisting you to run is useful because then you get a contrast that you run. We have a drill we call no arms. We just hold our arms behind our backs. And it teaches a particular mechanic more than just the ball. But you want to find ways to do the principles we teach with whatever you've got. So a basketball, volleyball, football, hold it, no arms, you're good. And then you do the contrast. If you've got a good set of kids that you're working with, you can do a couple of resistance moves. First of all, we do it on a regular basis where I have a athletes facing each other and the runner is obviously going down the track. The other individual has his hands or her hands on the outside edge of the other athlete's shoulders and provides resistance for probably about 10 yards. That's about all they can maintain because it gets to be, you know, a little bit foot tangling. But what you do is you just learn how to teach that. The runner is running and the resistance or what we, you know, what we call the anchor is, is jogging back. They're not trying to stop them and wrestle with them, but they're actually making, if the runner's running and the anchor is jogging, then the resistance is about right. That keeps you from overpowering each other. By the same token, anything around the waist, like a, a, a belt for a football pants or uh, just anything you can tie to make a anchor in the back you can hold from the rear and that way the arms get a freer run than they do with somebody in the front so there's ways to modify all this to get what you want with the anchor in the back holding a rope or a belt you can run and do releases and that's where you run resistance for about 10 yards let go and sprint 10 yards that's like the athlete running uphill and then the ground becomes flat so you're getting a bunch of stuff done for speed training that doesn't require anything but some imagination and creativity you know there was a period of time when i was training for the bobsled deal like 10 years ago and the most effective thing that i did is sprinting this really steep hill and you know it's i don't know 15 20 yards but it is steep so it's it's one of those inclines that is under a railroad and some grass on the side of the road so there's traffic going by but i would go and sprint this thing twice a week and i would do I don't know, eight to 10 reps or something. And that's the fastest I've ever gotten. And like I said, it was steep. It was very steep. It was a hard uphill climb climb for about 15, 20 yards twice a week. So with that said, I'm going to put you on the spot a little bit. Let's, let's kind of write a speed training program. So you're going to give me a workout plan and this is just general athletics and you know, let's not make it age appropriate. Let's just say like, Hey, let's just get faster. General athletics, 
in kind of any level, but we're talking about someone with no resources. And so let's build out Monday through Friday. So let's just go five days a week. How, how are you structuring this? What are you telling them to do Monday through Friday? No gear, nothing like what we'll start with themes, but then let's break down some of the drills that we might use to compensate for a lack of equipment that we might otherwise do. Okay, we're going to start with zero to ten on on the first day, and that's going to be the the things we outlined. And one one of the best drills, <clears throat> one of the best drills is a push up start. An athlete lays on the ground and is in a push up position. I mean, they're on the ground, their arms and they're on their toes, and their hands are under their armpits, shoulders. And when you say go, they run up off the ground. And that means they don't just jump up in place and take off running. They get their feet churning and run up off the ground. That's called a push up start. We will do that, and to help accent the arm action of that, I will tell them when I say go, do five good push-ups and then go. And so what you're seeing is now the arms, you know, to a certain degree have a little blood pump and their arms are kind of heavy, and they can feel their arms as they run, and then we're just teaching that first step. We're teaching that initial acceleration. So that's, that's a great drill to do on that day. And then as we mentioned before, we will do um, – just kind of keep this in mind. There are degrees of resistance. So your hill you were talking about is a high degree of resistance, and that's a good thing. But what we will do is uh, we have a drill where if we can, a triple resistance is what we call it. So if you have some athletes you're working with, if you're by yourself, you get one resistance, and that would be you, a hill, or bleachers. It may have to go down to the local high school stadium. And anything in your arms, again, to take the arms away. But if you have a partner or anything, we do a triple resist where we have something in our hands, somebody in front on the shoulders, and somebody resisting from the back. Everybody's got to keep moving, but we're doing a 10, 7 to 10 yard just power driving uh, move. Then we take all that away and off they go. The cool thing about that is you always tell the athlete now, Get ready on the first step because you're getting ready to launch. And you'll see them stumble while they're trying to learn this. But it, it will launch them enough that their first step length, their first stride length is extremely uh, improved over what they used to do. So you can, we tell them, capture that, memorize that. And we'll do the contrast. One point on these things, when you do the contrast, you're going to a lot of times have the first the first step or the first run through is is kind of a little bit is way out of sync because they're not used to it. So we tell them, all right, let's come back and do it again. But memorize that first step feeling and, and capture it and make it your own. Uh, that's that's one of the things to do with uh, resistance and partners and so forth. But the push up starts a good one. Anything you put in your hands, we're going to do that, and it's based on that theme. The speed breaks are going to be at right at 20, 15 to 20 yards because we want to go fast and, and not have the luxury of running further and picking up speed thinking you're fast. We need to be fast right now. So 10 to 15 yard speed breaks are what we use. So we want to practice that and we will have athletes as much as possible do some of the speed breaks in their sports stance. So uh, whether it's tennis and basketball where your feet are, you know, you're in an athletic position, your feet are apart, your knees are bent, football player with a hand down, baseball player coming, uh, say, off first base, anything like that. So uh, we will do those to help teach the first step without any equipment. Just do your thing with your sport as you are. All right, so that's Monday. 
Um, <laughs> so we have zero to 10 on Monday without going into too many drills. Cause I think people are going to get lost. Uh, if you mention a couple of drills, it'll sound like a whole workout, but it's incomplete. So, uh, high level of the types of drills on the day. So zero to 10, we're going to look for some push-up starts, some resistance, and uh, some contrast to get out of that resistance into a sprint. Now, let's go now to uh, Tuesday through Friday, just high level, the types of drills you're going to do, what the theme is. Change of direction is going to be on on day two, Tuesday. And it's just a big menu. You know, we you would see it in normal uh, parlance as uh, cone drills. And so paint sticks for the ladder, uh, anything that's – marks the distance as a cone and you set up your agility agility drills from there we the the five ten five three cone spacing is a great universal drill because you do the five ten five you move it in two steps you do the staggered shuttle for a rhythmic change training uh, you put it back out to five ten five we have a reaction drill called one two three back a package if you have four cones, you're good. You have the four cone square. You use it for the five ten five. So the the cone drills are super change of direction, super easy to set up with just four of your uh, uh, drills. And if you get good at it, as a coach, we learned how to cycle athletes through. So the line's not waiting for somebody. When somebody f- is finishing and leaving, the next person's walking out. And we've done this with, I'll go into a school and uh, set up, you know, like six rows of five, 10, five, and just having the athletes cycle through, there's very little downtime. So this stuff is really easy to learn. Once you, once you learn, it, it's really easy to execute. All right. So then Wednesday, what do we got? We got, we had zero to 10 and then change the direction. And then we're the next theme. We'll now we've st- got to get out and sprint. So we're going to go zero to 30 and that just means sprint go. And so uh, we will do uh, anything, especially especially getting off the start. Now, once we do, we don't like to do so much of one thing, we get good at doing it. So for example, we don't do just do our start for 10 yards all the time. We get good at running 10 yards. We want to take it on out. So if you're, whatever your athlete's starting position is, uh, we will go out and run 30 yards 40 at tops and the reason for that we don't want to take all day recovering and walking back so the points have been made at 30 yards the leg strides going and the speed is built up and let me just say this real quick I was doing a tennis gig one time and talking about how we run out zero to 30 and I was objected because it's like we don't run 30 yards okay here's a very important point Sprint strides are like weight room reps. You put weight on a bar and you get stronger. Then you add weight to the bar and get stronger. So as you run out 15 plus yards, you're now getting close to approaching your top speed or working towards your top speed and getting sprint strides. Sprint strides are like weight room reps. You run them to get faster. Then you come back and your sports posture will take over and you'll be faster in your five to seven yard sprint range that tennis experiences. Uh, We broke down all the sports to the maximum amount of distance they can, can sprint before they have to change into some either offensive or defensive posture. So we know what that is. So just go ahead and sprint 30 and get your speed reps because that's a very important part of your development. All right, so then day four. Day four is going to be as sport-specific change of direction as possible. And that that opens it up. And so um, 
the best the thing no not the best but one of the things I like to do is um, I'll have the athletes line up and if we don't have any if they don't have any gear what you do is you say okay I want you to um, I want you to start running forward and when you hear me clap turn and come back towards me turn and run turn and shuffle we'll do a change of direction and so that's very common in a lot of sports whether you're in the outfield you know running you run forward and then you got to turn and run back because you miss calculated the ball basketball is always in this type of change of direction volleyball you name it so we'll do that where they can they can backpedal i clap they come forward i backpedal clap they come shuffling so there's a lot of change of direction we do with that that are really relevant to a particular sport all right now and then friday or saturday however you want to do it but yeah. that fifth day fifth day we're now just running and so uh, we're hopefully outside track field or both and we will do longer runs because we've been doing zero to 10 change of direction zero to 30 and i tend to run because of the track thing i tend to run 120 yards meters or whatever you want to call and down maybe 150 at most because i don't like running on the curve that long and so uh, we will do high speed 110s and high speed 60s and those those two drills are money and so uh, we'll get out and do those on high speed stuff at most every other week and then the rest of the week we're on doing uh, most of our stuff is fast anyway whether we do speed ladders we call them or just straight up 120s 110s and that kind of thing all right, so there you go. There's your your overview. I know that that probably is for a lot of folks. You're gonna be like, I have no idea what he just said. Go to kingsportstraining.com, and we have all these workouts, and we put a lot of this stuff together. And we're we're kind of just showing you that we can put together a training program, and you just get creative on substituting equipment to do the workout. And so, red solo cups are gonna be your friend. Uh, this is not yeah. sponsored by Solo, but or whatever the brand you know is. But uh, any sort of like drinking cup, you can buy those for a, a couple dollars, and those are your cones. Those are your mini hurdles. Those are going to be your. They're they're going to get you through an entire training program for the most part. And so, uh, you know, just if you have any questions, go go to kingsportstraining.com, see what free resources we have, and then we also have uh, more specific training programs available. Um, for really age level whatever you need and then of course coach bob king is on tiktok instagram twitter uh youtube putting out this content and so we just want to make sure everyone's getting as much value as possible and you're able to get as fast as possible so thanks for tuning in and we'll talk to you next time